Welcome to Inside Emerson, a podcast from the Undergraduate Admission Office at Emerson College that brings you Emersonian experiences from the student perspective. I'm your host, Adriana Guida, Assistant Director of Admission and a member of the Emerson Class of 2012. In each episode, we'll bring you a different perspective on all things Emerson, directly from our current students. Hello everyone, welcome to this episode of the podcast where we're going to focus on our cultural life and diversity on campus. I have with me today two awesome students who are going to talk about their experiences. So I'm going to turn things right on over to them uh, and let them introduce themselves. So Erin, let's start with you. Hi, uh, my name is Erin McCallum. My pronouns are she, her. I am a senior journalism major here at Emerson, and I am double minoring in political communication and African-American Africana studies. And the organizations that I'm involved in on campus are the Intersectionalist Magazine, POWER, which stands for Protesting Oppression with Educational Reform, um, the National Association of Black Journalists chapter here, and Common Collective. Wonderful. Thanks so much. Um, And Diana, I'll turn things over to you. Hello, everyone. My name is Diana, and my pronouns are she, her, hers. I am an international student from Caracas, Venezuela, and I am a business of creative enterprises major. Some of the things I do on campus, I am a resident assistant in one of of our dorms. I am a diversity outreach intern with the Office of Admissions, and I'm a writer for Raiz Latinoamericana magazine, and I am part of our student um, Latinx student association called Amigos. Wonderful. So one of the things I know folks are going to want to hear more about are those organizations that you both mentioned. Um, you know, being involved at Emerson is really like a central part of being an Emerson student. Um, and in particular, you guys are part of some awesome uh, student organizations that focus on either you know cultural life or cultural experience. Um, so Erin, let's come back to you. Can you talk about some of those organizations that you mentioned? Um, how you got involved and, you know, kind of what it brings to your Emerson experience. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I always get excited to talk about my orgs. Um, So the first one that I mentioned, The Intersectionalist, is a magazine that I co-created with my friend that graduated last semester. And we created the magazine in September of 2020. So that fall semester. Um, And it was Basically, we were just trying to fill a gap that we saw in news and journalism on campus um, because we felt like there needed to be more identity and culture and intersectionality related content and in the context of journalism, um, but also just in general. Yes, and I have been involved in POWER, which I said stands for Protesting Oppression with Educational Reform since the first semester of my freshman year. And I joined just because I thought that it sounded like something cool to do. I was a freshman, so I didn't really understand much about Emerson at the time and why um, a group like Power in terms of holding the school accountable for cultural competency is so important. I really didn't understand at the time, but I understand more now as I am, I have moved up to the position of co-chair over my time. Like I went from journalism senator to associate chair to co-chair and I understand it a little bit too well <laughs> now at this point. I know I know so much and I love the fact that I know so much, but it is also still, it's still a lot, um, but in the best way possible. Um, 
and for the National Association of Black Journalists chapter here at Emerson. Um, I just became the president for that this semester. And the this chapter has been around at the school for a while, but um, it just needed to become affiliated. The org needed to become SGA affiliated and we, we just needed to have more activities and to have more people joining. Um, it's been difficult to get more people into it because there's not a lot of Black student journalists here at Emerson. It's just a really small population. So I'm working on getting that, you know, a little bit more alive. And for Common Collective, that's a production team on campus that I've also been involved in since early, my early years. I don't remember if it was freshman or sophomore year, but I joined really early on. And I am now the co-president of that. And we just basically produce videos or podcasts or marketing content, like whatever our students in the group want to produce, or if Emerson needs something from us as well, we will work for Emerson too. Great. Thank you. Um, There's definitely uh, a couple of themes in there that I want to come back to in a minute, but first I want to give Diana a chance to talk about the things that she's involved in. Um, So go ahead, Diana. Of course. Okay. So I joined, I think the first thing that I did at Emerson was join Amigos because um, during international student orientation, we got together with every single international student from, no, not correction, Latin American student got together that first week. And um, we found that sense of community very quickly and immediately at the org fair found Amigos and decided to join it. And it has been my little hub of community since I started and uh, it's been three years and a little more I'm a senior (laughs) but um I really love Amigos because they provide that um familiarity that I've needed throughout this time where I've been away from home um and um since Boston is just in Emerson as, as well um there's a very big international presence um it's really nice to have I've saying community a lot, but like it's, I just want to stress how important it is to me to have that familiarity. So that's why I really love Amigos. They do events all the time where they celebrate each other's cultures and we do events where we go out together just to spend a good time together. That's what Amigos is about, is about, is about like having a good time getting together. And it's just, it's just not exclusive to um, Latin American people. We collaborate with our organizations and whenever they do events, we do it with um, Asia, Asian Students in Alliance, which is like, the Asian Alliance here at Emerson. So that's just an example. Um, But that's what I really like about it. And the other organization that I'm a part of, Raiz Latinoamericana Magazine, is um, basically my creative outlet within the Latino community. (laughs) Um, I write in English and Spanish. Um, Any language is welcome, but that's that's mainly the the focus of the magazine. And it's just a space for um, Latinx students to... Um, be a part of something creative that we can build together and I've met incredible people worked with incredible people within that organization and felt like I could just tell my story talk about whatever I wanted and in a creative way which is something I really enjoy (laughs) um and yeah that's those are the two that I'm a part of at Emerson
Okay, so something you both touched on, um, and Erin, I'll start maybe with you if you want to talk about this a little bit more, is that many of these organizations are ones that you joined right away. Like you hopped in freshman year, early on. Um, what drew you to these organizations at the time, and how important do you think it was that you got involved early and stayed involved? So for Power, the reason that I joined Power and I got into Power was because I was at an really like at a really early on in the year Ebony meeting, which is the Black student organization on campus here, and Lex, who was the co-chair of actually Lex was the main chair of Power at the time. I'm pretty sure um, came to an Ebony meeting to advertise for open positions in Power, which was really smart <laughs> um, to do because I was a freshman and I wanted more things to be able to do that would remind me of what Ebony was also kind of reminding me of, you know, like home, community, advocating for yourself. And so I looked at the power application and I filled it out because it was all questions related to activism, cultural competency, identity, all of those kinds of things. So I was able to answer it pretty easily and I got in um, and I'm really glad that I stuck with it because like I said, I have been learning so much in this organization and I'm doing so much emotionally laborious work, but I'm also building community with my folks at the same time and with faculty and staff that agree with us in a lot of the things that we advocate for as well. Um, power is my family and I always tell them like they're my little power babies. I love everybody so much. Um, and I got involved with Common Collective because Mark Brody, who's a faculty member here, um, he came and substituted in one of my classes and I had an idea for a video about interviewing black girls about Beyonce and the impact of Beyonce in their lives. <laughs> um, but the video idea was pretty good. It was a solid video idea. So Mark invited me to Common Collective because he had just started it. And I've been with him ever since, ever since we started pretty much, um, which I'm also glad about that um, because it's really important for all students, especially those of us that um, are in different cultural identities to make sure that we are honing in on our skills here and like taking advantage of everything that we can, because once we go into the real world, it's going to be time to do it. <laughs> so I'm glad that I've been having that opportunity. Awesome. Um, so then Diana, if you can answer the same question. Of course. Okay. So freshman year international steward orientation, that's the setting. I joined Amigos as a sec, like a second nature. It just it felt right to go to college and have my lat Latino ness <laughs> be a part of my everyday life because I value my culture a lot and I value having that really present. So joining was a given to me, and I haven't regretted that decision at all because I. The people that I met when I joined were obviously new because they've been at Emerson for quite a while. We're very welcoming, had a great time with them. Um, I was more of an active leader during freshman year because I was trying to get to know people. But once I got more into the Emerson lifestyle and joined other organizations, um, Amigos became more of a constant 
like one of the constants in my life like I liked that it was a community that I had whenever I needed it and I got the occasional email about events or like today we're celebrating Peruvian culture come and eat etc it's <laughs> just silly things like that that always create community and remind you that like there's an organization on campus that's supporting you and like just wants you to have a good time while you're in college so yeah while I was doing other stuff at Emerson like um I produced a show on the Emerson channel um while I was doing that and that was like taking most of my time I always knew that I had amigos as um as a constant and as something that I could rely on and on, on the other hand um with Reyes Latin Americana magazine I didn't I didn't join it until spring 2020 which was my second semester sophomore year um I knew of, of it since the beginning but um I didn't join it because I didn't think that I could write <laughs> but then um it, that didn't matter because I wrote from the heart when I joined and I loved it I've loved it ever since <laughs> um and that that um that organization also made me feel at home, made me feel validated, made me feel like I could express myself and in English and in Spanish because like I'm in an university where everything at a university where everything's in English. So writing in Spanish was therapeutic. <laughs> so it's something that I value a lot as well. And I've been working with them since then. And I've seen my friends and the people that I've met freshman year become the organizers and the president and the secretary and the vice president of these organizations. And I've seen the work that they do and I see how important it is for them to keep um, building community and engaging the community. And that's something that I admire and I'm happy that I'm a part of and I will continue to be until I graduate next semester. <laughs> One of the other things that you both touched on is this sense of community that has come from, you know, some of the things that you've been involved in and some of the people that you've met through um, either events or organizations that you've been involved in. So can you talk about how having that community has, you know, impacted and presumably, you know, made your Emerson experience better for having that network of people around you? It is really easy to get lost um, when you're trying to make friends or like you try to change yourself in order to fit in and you're trying to like not neglect or suppress. Well, in a sense, like your core values are who you are just because you're like, oh, I'm in a new place, new ways of engaging with people. I got to suppress that because that's how I'm going to make friends. It's really easy to do that. And that happened to me. And I just regarded a lot of my values and what I was taught and what I learned back home in Venezuela. And I compromised that. And I realized that at one point and I don't like that at all. So by being a part of like, as much as I'm not saying that you can't relate to other people because most of my friends are from all over the world and mostly from here in the US because I don't go to a school here in the US. So that makes sense. But um, there is a sense there there's a connection that you can only get with the people that um like for in my from in my experience like latin american people like you connect very differently and that's something that i do not take for granted um so there's a sense of understanding that i value a lot and amigos gives me that raiz gives me that 
and um it keeps me grounded and it reminds me of where i come from by being so far away from home so yeah that's my take on that like it keeps me grounded and um i like that i can relate to um some of the struggles or like successes that they've had in a different way am i allowed to say i agree <laughs> okay Yes, I agree with everything that you are saying for sure. Um, I, the main thing, like, of course, my education is going to be something that I take away from Emerson. And I'm so, so grateful to Emerson for this education. But the intercultural community here is literal family to me. Like anybody that's in any intercultural community is probably going to say like, yeah, you feel like my family for real, because you're with these people for usually four years. And you build relationships with them outside of just the org, like you're going to end up texting them or FaceTiming them when things are going wrong, when things are going right, um, when you need advice about this, because they, you saw them doing that yesterday. Like it, it, it becomes so much more <laughs> than just we're in this org and we're just doing work together. Um, and sometimes you do have to go out of your way to make sure that you are establishing those relationships past just the organization boundary, because that's also really important because it's not just about networking. It's about like showing love to people and receiving love from other people and learning how to validate other people and having them validate you as well in these shared experiences that you might have. Um, so yes, community is definitely really important and finding your people is really important because it's a way to not only sustain yourself, but also to give back to your community and kind of emphasize that thing about collective care, community care, um, and learning how you can use that for the rest of your life. I think that's a really great point because we've been talking about, you know, your experiences on campus through the lens of some of these organizations, but it's not just about having the structure of an official org, it's more about the relationships you've created and the experiences you've had with other people. Um, so with that in mind, I think maybe to kind of round out our conversation, um, think back to your high school senior self or your, you know, first couple days, freshman year self. Um, what, advice would you have given yourself in terms of making sure that you stayed connected and um, were able to kind of continue celebrating your identity and your culture as you transition to college? Um, and it's advice that I would give myself. Do not change who you are for anything or anyone your essence is the most important thing and where you come from you should wear it like on your sleeve um because like it, it's stressing my previous point like it's really easy to get lost trying to fit in but um in the end who you are is so 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 important and much more valuable than like trying to be friends with people that are probably going to be really not the best for you. <laughs> um, because maybe the people that don't value you and where you come from, that's not where it's at. <laughs> so an advice I would give myself would be do not compromise who you are for anyone or anything because it is um, because you'll always find people that would 
that are gonna celebrate you for who you are and that for me is amigos and raiz and like any of my international and international friends because those are the people that i look for and um that i value as friends and family and they accept me for who i am i agree again <laughs> so much um just piggybacking off of that because i agree i want that to be a part of my answer that was so eloquent that was really beautiful um i would definitely say trust your gut like if you enter a space and it doesn't feel right to you based on your cultural cultural identity based on your background based on where you come from and the things that you hold dear to your heart and people are not aligning with that you don't have to force yourself to be around them and you don't even have to force yourself to say anything if you don't want to like you have to do whatever is best for you in any given moment when it comes to protecting yourself um so definitely trust your gut and the pieces will fall into place like as long as you are doing that and staying true to yourself that should be helpful to you for the rest of your time in college <laughs> all right beautiful um do you guys feel like there's anything that you came into this like wanting to say or wanting to talk about that you haven't uh gotten to touch on at this point i have one comment like um if you feel underrepresented at emerson or like you feel like there's a need for something emerson's really open to listening and like if you want to create an organization about this you can do that if you want to create a group about this you can do that so don't feel like that what you see, like what you see is what you get because like there's still so much possibility and so much room for growth here and for you to explore whatever it is that you would like to explore and create community like up on yes definitely <laughs> yes definitely and exactly as you just said earlier too like you don't have to necessarily know or think that you're the best at something to just go ahead and jump into it and start doing it too um because a you're probably better than you think you are and b even if you're not like super great on whatever your definition of great is like you'll still always get better um as long as you stick to it and you enjoy the craft that you're doing in whatever or you're practicing in so That's all for this episode of Inside Emerson, a podcast from the Undergraduate Admission Office at Emerson College. Join us for future episodes where we'll talk to more students about their Emerson experiences. Inside Emerson is edited by Helen Frazier, class of 2023, and hosted and produced by me, Adriana Guida. Cover art is by Josue Velasquez, class of 2025. Our theme music is by Eden Keys and Keyframe Audio. To learn more about Emerson College, visit us at emerson.edu or contact us by email at admission at emerson.edu.